Hi, this is Shannon from SIS, the number four teachers. Thanks so much for joining us for our blog this week. We're going to be talking about kinder word problems. From real objects in the physical world to quantitative pictures to story mats and acting out problems, each step in the developmental journey takes our littles closer to confidence in word problem solving process that we're going through. Each step is important so that we help them arrive in the proper way instead of trying to force the application of word problems really too soon. As we take this next step in this developmental journey, concrete pictorial abstract means still anchor the child's mathematical understanding. As the work of working with this blank work mat to act out problems using items from their mass salad bar. The practice a student has with understanding word problems as they're being applied in a pictorial and abstract means, if they have more and more opportunities to do that, really the better off they're going to be. To help students in this step of word problem solving, we've created something called My Math Word Problem Journal, which is developmentally appropriate for kindergarten students at the end of the first semester, even the beginning of the second semester. This journal contains 75 days worth of journal experiences that reinforce concrete, pictorial, abstract means, and help students slow down through the various types of problems. We'll begin the journal with part-whole application problems that bring in part-whole addition, move into subtraction, and then finally missing add-in application. It helps for students to turn the corner in the early childhood experience to prepare them for what word problems will start to look like as they get older. Let's start to set the stage. In the corner of each journal, there is an image that is related to the story problem. This helps students hold the concrete image in their head as they work on all other things that are maybe more abstract, such as writing and number sentence on the journal page that they may not have been as familiar with. Additionally, we're starting to build oral language. So if a students aren't familiar with the, the objects that they're in the story, they can kind of read and think of the picture that would maybe help them realize what's happening. First, we're gonna read the problem. We're gonna begin by reading the problem out loud all of it without stopping. After this, most students will jump right in and want to fill in the number bond and start acting out with concrete objects. They'll grab the two numbers in the problem, and because we're adding this week, they'll add. Or if you're subtracting this week, they'll do you know whatever you're working on. However, we don't want kids to look at story problems as things that need to be dissected, circle the numbers and underline the important words, really, because that really isn't always going to help us tell what the story problem's asking. And it's not going to work when they get older, when they're looking at more complex story problems. We really want them to slow down and engage in the problem with something called chunking. Chunking has students put a line or a highlighter or even underline a section of the story that will help bring in some new information. Even though kindergarten students might not be able to read the word problem themselves, we want them to get in the habit of you know, quote unquote, reading the problem, interacting with the words of the story, repeating back different parts of the problem. It slows them down enough to really comprehend and visualize what the problem is asking, just like we do in reading. The same process we use for books and trying to understand the author's message, message really holds true with reading story problems. Let's take a problem. John made a paperclip train, a paperclip chain. He put five large paperclips. Then he put three more smaller paperclips. How long is John's paperclip chain now? We could chunk our example by saying, John made a paperclip chain. And then the students repeat that back. Now you chunk 
And because there's a new piece of information within the problem that we've just read, the next part says that he put on five paper clips. The kids repeat it back and they say, chunk. They repeat back the section. Kids kind of get excited about saying chunk as you're reading the different problems. It's kind of fun to hear it throughout the hallways of our schools. Next, he added three more paper clips. Chunk, how long is John's paperclip chain now? Chunk. The hard part about doing story problems is, is it's slow and it's a methodical, repetitive way. Even though we know it's helping kids to build the skills, is really students just want a quick and easy way to solve problems. Spending a lot of time really looking at the story problem and getting that frame of reference using our template will really help our littles in kindergarten. The next step of the process is sentence form. The sentence form is a visual, really a step-by-step -step visual process which creates the sentence form. So in the kindergarten journal, we provide the sentence form because we feel them putting a question into a complete answer might be a little bit more difficult for children at this age. So, for example, our sentence in this problem that we were talking about would be, John has blank paper clips in his hand. When we read this sentence out loud with the blank, I usually say, hmm, and I kind of shrug my shoulders, put my hands out, and kind of saying, I don't know. So, John has, hmm, paper clips on his chain. Kids have a really fun time really using the hmm in it. In kindergarten, it's really important to make note of this sentence form because as children get into first grade, they're going to start to have to do more closed sentences with more blanks that require students to supply names and other information. By the time a child gets to second grade, they should be able to read a story and be able to pro story problem and be able to repeat it back in a complete sentence exactly the way the problem is asking. Some people ask why would we bother putting a sentence form in a kindergarten journal? It all goes back to wanting them to really slow down and have the students really think about what's happening and not having them jump right into the numbers and operations. Having students work with the sentence form encourages good decoding and reading skills as well. It also guides students in their understanding of what the problem is asking. Also, I've seen many students solve story problems, but they've forgotten to write the sentence form. So the sentence form is really a great way to help train their brain. Let's go back to the blank space and remember what the problem was really asking. Sometimes kids get so involved in story problems, they just forget what was even being asked. The next section is called a quick draw. Whether you use our horizontal or vertical mat, maybe a dry erase board or a purple construction paper, this is really about concrete tools. So it's actually not called the quick draw, it is actually called our acting it out part with our math work mat. The students can go to the math salad bar, choose manipulatives, they want to act the story problem out. They might get a five of something and then show three and then count them all together to show how many paper clips John had. Eventually students will work more in the quick draw box. We have made this section a little bit smaller in the journal because we want students to truly make a quick draw, like using X's or dots or something else small to represent the quantities in the problem. In our case, the students might even do five large X's with three small X's for our paperclip problem and count them all together. So this section of the journal really is, the it's really the acted out on the mat and sort of the quick draw area. The 10 frame is very important for students' mathematical understanding to help them keep things organized when they're counting. 
We don't want to always be one-to-one -one counting everything in kind of a messy pile. So we use the 10 frame to help guide us here. Students, students can use pencil, crayons, marker, anything else to fill this in. I might choose to use five red circles for our example of our large paper clips. Then I might represent the three remaining paper clips with blue circles. Um, the idea is when you look at the 10 frame, now you can see the answer right in front of you because it's very organized. Over time, kids will also make their quick draws more organized as well as they continue. Number bonds. The next representation is what students are learning a lot about in kindergarten, that part, part, whole concept. The number bond helps students visualize the relationship between those two numbers. In this case, the student fills in two parts at the bottom, spokes, if you will, and then which would be the five and the three for our paper clips. And then show the top, at the top of the, um, that would be shown the eight kind of in the middle. The number bond would read eight on the top, five on the bottom and three on their side to kind of complete um, sort of it completely through. The last part is the algorithm. Number bonds lead to the algorithm where students can show their computation. This is a part of what you want um, if you want to do first usually, but we want to really get to them to be able to help this developmental process. They don't need to read story problems and start just writing algorithms. We've given um, given a lot of thought for each of the journal pages so far, and, and, and this algorithm really should be no exception. It would be easy to grab the numbers out of the problem, plug them into the slots, and call it good. But let's start with the first box. In our word problem, we started off with five large paper clips. We now need to put that number in there in the same way. Whether we add or subtract is the other part that you're thinking of. In our example, I'm going to be counting my my chain of paper clips. So I know we need to put a plus in the circle. I'm going to write the three in the other, other square because I'm changing the original number by that many. The equal sign in the other box is to the right, and finally there's a place to write the total. Every journal page takes students through this entire process. So at the end of the 75 days, it should be ingrained in their brains. This will help kindergarten littles as they head into first grade, which is where we're going to continue next week to help build the higher levels of understanding. There's different types of problems that kids are going to encounter. We have three different videos on our blog this week to help you to see the different types of problems that can be solved. We also use a coding system in our journals to help teachers understand the different types of problems. So for this journal, we have a PWA in the upper right-hand corner, which recognizes as part-whole addition. PWS is part-whole subtraction. PWMA is part-whole missing add-in. Why do we code the problems for students this young? To a parent or a teacher, even a student, it might feel that there's endless types of story problems. But in fact, we have to really have, we have kind of like families of story problems, kind of like genres of books. Coding the story problems really compartmentalizes the different types of story problems that we have. It was, if, if we're really clear on the type of story problem we have, we can help students understand the characteristics of the types of problems they will encounter that really doesn't make problem solving as scary. Part whole problems are the first genre of the story problems and K1 spends a large majority of their time working in this group. 
However, there's lots of types of part hole problems, part hole addition, part hole subtraction, part hole uh, missing add-in, and more. The next family of problems is really additive comparison, which students will learn later in first grade. In the bottom right-hand corner of each page, there is a number up to 75. You can download the PDF, print it, or have it printed and staple it along the side or even coil bound it. They can write their name on the front and it becomes something they can work through every day, maybe four to five times a week. Of course, we'd like to do our number talks in our classrooms, but this is a way to make sure we're bringing our numbers into words and words into numbers on a daily basis. Feel free to mix it up. If you don't feel like going to the journal temple on that particular day, you could mix it up and give a little an algorithm, like five plus three, let's say, and have them create their own story that might go with it. Obviously, they're going to maybe not be able to write the story problem completely, but they could certainly share it out with the group with the problem they came up with. It's really important skill for a child to be able to construct a story problem based on the algorithm or even a missing add-in. Let's take four plus something equals seven. If I gave a student the problem, could they think of a story problem that go with it? Well, Maybe I have seven sheets, sheeps on the farm, but four of them are in the barn. How many are outside? Some kids might start off with four sheep and then try to figure out how am I going to make a missing add-in when it's kind of confusing. So this type of problem really works on the math practice too, which is really reason to, is to reason abstractly and quantitatively to help bring numbers and words together. We hope that you join us next week on our blog as we're really going to take this a step further and explore what problem solving should be looking at with a child um, after this kinder year. We're going to be working with taking our drawings from a you know, quick draw really into what we're going to call a proportional visual model, which will eventually turn into a non-proportional visual model. We hope that you'll check out our new product for our Math for Littles publication, and we hope that you enjoy using this in your classroom or at home. Thanks so much for joining us.